What is up, everybody? This is the Fantasy Football Breakdown Podcast coming to you with episode um 182, I believe. Deuces. I'm two drink. Swags is here. And um, what's the guest? <laughs> the Feverish Fenero from Rookie Fever is. Podcast. What's up, what buddy? up? I feel like I could play the drums for our intro. Definitely. Just could jam that out. Jam it. I get stoked every time I hear that. But what's up, Fenero? Sorry. Not much. Not much. Thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, been thanks a, for being a minute. Here. Absolutely. I mean, hopefully everybody knows Mr. Michael Fenero from Rookie Fever. If you haven't, you're crazy. What else do you do, Fenero? I have devoted myself to Rookie Fever, I'll be honest. But I am um, still part of uh, the Dynasty Football Factory over there. They're chief creative officer now. I think uh, back when I was first with you guys, I had a different title. Not really sure what the difference is. I have no idea what the difference is. It sounds cooler. I think that's the intent, yes, was to sound cooler. It does sound pretty cool. <laughs> I think that's the first time you've heard it, isn't it? It's in my freaking Twitter handle, dude. Yeah. And well, and if you get emails from the Feverish Fenero, you'll see it there yes. as well. It's right there in my signature. Yep. Yeah, CCO, nice. bitch. <laughs> well, uh, I wish it, I hope it says bitch after it now. You should change that. <laughs> like, literally write that in. But yeah. what about the uh, the the factory quick takes? Yeah, you're doing you a lot go. of those going into the, the draft, right? Oh and, yeah, uh, dude. Do you, do you got any plans for for more of that through the off season? Or are you going to get back going? You know, like preseason? Is that what you're waiting on? Well, actually, uh, the original intent wasn't for me to author so many. Um, but you're so I, good at it. I authored, CCO, uh, bitch. <laughs> I offered eleven of these um, going into the draft, and. Um, it got to be it got to be interesting because I got to follow the draft and see how many I got right, mm-hmm. and I didn't count any of my quarterback calls because a lot of those a lot of people got right and that went yeah. kind of way, the way it was supposed to. But I did get four, no five, there you um, go. five other correct ones, and and then there was a couple guys like Thaddeus Moss that weren't even drafted, um, like so I had some like really bad misses too. I had Thaddeus Moss going in like the fifth round or something like that, and he wasn't even drafted, but. Uh, yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. As far as the future of Factory Quick Takes, um, there's already one in May, and another one's being produced as we speak. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, Zach Glicksman has been doing a couple kind of uh, RB values, QB values, tight end values, just guys that you can maybe get on the cheap in this offseason. So that's been that's been a cool series he's produced. Nice. And you know, I'm hoping to find a couple more authors. I'll probably jump in again with a cool idea. I don't know if I'll sign up for 11 like <laughs> I did with the draft. That was kind of intense because you're kind of, um, you know, we all talk about writers in this industry. You're not just a writer, but you know, I'm I'm doing the post production on it, and then I have to do a lot of the research that goes into it, and then and then you know, put it out, advertise it. So there's a lot of work with each one of those. So I'd rather be. I'd rather kind of be the post-production guy and not author as many as I did, but they were fun. Sure. I'm not. I'm not complaining. They were. You can tell the work goes fun. into it, man. They look good. I'm not just blowing that up your butt. I so. it. Well, you also had some life changes too, where you were digging into those when you had a little bit of free time, and then towards the end, I mean, you mentioned that just stuff that had to come first in your life, right? And versus like meeting those deadlines, added a little bit of angst to it. Absolutely, yeah. So. Um, down under uh, from from DFF was helping me voice all of the quick takes, and he and I had a system where I was getting a lot of the work done 
days and days and days and days in advance of actually putting it out. I, I tried to put it out every Sunday. Um, and I did that successfully for the first nine. And then, like you had said, Swags, 10 and 11 were just really, really tough. They almost came out the same day. I think it was like two days apart because that's when, you know, we'll, we'll say shit hit the fan with everything that's going on. And my business needed me and it started feeling a little bit more like work. But uh, at the same time, there were some fun teams down there like New Orleans and Miami were some of the last ones that I, I saved towards the end very much on purpose. So once I dug in, you know, it was still fun, but it was the whole thing where I couldn't, you know, when you start a series like that, that has to be released before the draft, there's a, there's a commitment to it. It's not like you can take sure. a day off, you know, you have to, you have to finish and, and 11 doesn't sound like a lot, but it's, you know, it's, uh, it's 32 players and uh, it winds up being, uh, uh, like I said, the writing part was actually took the, the most time was just analyzing the players and, and, and putting out some good information about each one. Sweet. I definitely look forward to those. Yeah, man. Well, thanks so much for pushing them out, dude. You were like my biggest fan out there. I think uh, a couple of them caught on big and, and almost hit like 3,000 views. Those That's actually like midway through when I was actually starting to get really excited because I thought it was like kind of a ramping kind of thing. But mm-hmm. then as the as the draft got closer and closer, it seemed like the views were dropping a little bit. So that was a little... It was a little uh, crestfallen at that, but I think it has everything to do, dude. Everything in social media has everything to do with when you release it. You know, the the content is one is huge for sure. Time of day, what day of the week, um, and then it was impossible to predict with everything that was going on. You know, anything that's out there as far as data, like when you're supposed to release something. You know that. Nine a.m. on Wednesday. Editing that all out, so only we know about it. <laughs> I was gonna say things you don't normally find out when you come to the Breakdown Podcast. You're welcome, but since Swag just edited it out, you don't get that. Now you'll wonder what was. You there. should only leave that part in of me saying it just to piss him off. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? Join the Patreon. You'll find out. You'll never know. Because <laughs> there's guys, not one. <laughs> you guys have it. I was gonna say, do you have a Patreon? Only no. if you want to know the info. Damn it, you already heard it. Nice. Swags. Yes, sir. What what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? We're going to talk a little bit about auctions. Oh, yeah. Some auction strategies. Um, just um, We're going to reflect a little bit on some an auction draft that Two Drink and I have been in um, over at Goats and Pros with JD from Goat Des- District and Dan, sorry. And then Fenero's got an auction coming up. So we're going to talk a little bit about our auction, and then we're we're handing it over to Finero. We're giving him the reins, and he's going to ride this baby in until it is time for two minute breakdown. He didn't know about that second part, but that's, that's what good. makes it better. <laughs> what the hell's that part? We'll figure it out. All right, nice. Finero's a Swags. pro. You got this. Yeah, for sure. You guys are loose as shit on the show. So I mean, yeah. Always. So getting into an auction, like first of all to drink i feel like i have completely messed up this auction we're in so i've learned a lot from it too i've had other and and i do have a strategy but i feel like it all fell apart in this draft because so many people started going crazy from the beginning um high bids players i wanted um i'm a firm believer that if 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 there's a player i want i'm either gonna get him or i'm gonna make you pay for him and that bit me in the ass a little bit because I have so many crushes right now that I was willing to just go pay for. 
So while I've got some solid studs, I have no depth and no money to gain from it. I somehow accidentally bid on fucking Justin Jackson. And <laughs> and I know more people like him than me. But, dude, I've never, like, had an accidental bid where I'm all of a sudden like, how the fuck am I bidding on Justin Jackson? <laughs> like, I'm the winning bid right now? Are you kidding me? Like, we have a $1,000 budget, Fenero, And I was pissed that I had $10 on this dude. And well, I ended but that up was towards, him towards the end. Not gonna lie, that was like, yes, absolutely, dude. It was precious money on that point. Like I, had, that's, that's I fair. Had serious plans, and all I of gotcha. a sudden, yeah. so I'm so pissed that I, I win you him. Got like eight players. As that. soon as I'm done winning him, I traded him for a 2021 third, just because I was so freaking frustrated. Before everybody even had their picks, like some people did, and some people. I, I wasn't aware of that. Up. Yeah, was, I realized, yeah, no we, and we messed things up with the. It didn't go. That sounds about right. (laughs) So, but I mean, one thing I like to do. So in this auction draft, we can only bid one player from day one at a time. Some of them you can bid up to five. But one thing I like to do is try to get some guys out there that I know that are not going to end up on my team because not because they're not good, because they're not the guys I target. Like I want to throw Michael Thomas out there and I want to get those Mm -hmm. wide receiver guys bidding on him. And I want to get some money out of their bank. I think that's a common strategy. Yeah, I'm gonna set this one up just a little bit. This is a 16 team league too, so a little different. We did have thousand thousand dollars in there. I have three um, quarterbacks. I also have three quarterbacks. Um, Foles being the third, but I believe he is the starter, or at least starts way more games he, than Trubisky this year. Three quarters of a quarterback. At, you have two and three quarters of a quarterback. It's better than half a breeze, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> But so I, I did have the upper half. Well played. That's fair. I um I took a you know similar strategy with you. I, I did nominate some players early, knowing I wasn't going to end up with them on my team. Also knowing because it was early and they were superstars that they would command a lot of money. And we did see we see I think Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, McCaffrey all go for right around three hundred dollars, uh, yeah, give or take a little dude. bit, which. I can understand, especially in a 16 team, you want that one pure stud and like he might win you some weeks by himself, you think, because of, you know, the lack of depth some of these teams are going to have. But at the same time, with 30% of your budget, it's just, it's really hard for me. And then I end up going and getting two quarterbacks for basically 50% of my budget. So I wasn't that far off of it, but I knew I wanted to, I'm going to call top 10-ish uh, quarterbacks in dynasty, so I end up with Russell Wilson and Carson Wentz. Yeah, no, I agree with you, and that's kind of what I did too. Out of that thousand dollar budget in my head, I kind of said the way this is going, uh, five hundred dollars is set aside for quarterbacks before I yep. get too far into any of this. Yep, I'm I'm with you, and that's what I, I had about fifty dollars left over out of that five hundred budget, which allowed me to get foals because look, I got uh, Russell Wilson and Carson Wentz like within like the first. I want to say four or five days of this auction. And then I got foals when so much money was away, but I still saw teams. Some teams didn't have any quarterbacks. I think only one quarterback when I went and got foals and I'm like, yeah, you know, you can't have him for $30. There's a couple teams you can exactly dude. You're thinking like, man, I don't need a quarterback at this point. This ruins my strategy, (laughs) but I like in a 16 team super flex. Yeah. The the value of a court of a starting quarterback, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to start fulls over a, a lot of my running backs and wide receivers, you know, that don't make my weekly lineup. And that's that's kind of what you're going to have to play up against me at that point. 
know what I mean, at that spot yeah, there. Yeah. So for, for me to take them, I did that. And also in a 16-teamer, like uh, a three to me is very ideal because I know I'm putting somebody at risk uh, on a weekly game. But you know what? If, if I feel better about like Foles as my quarterback too and I see he wins the starting job or something like that, I now have an enormous trade piece if I want to 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 get out of. And, and there are so many people over there that, that do need a quarterback bad. They might not realize it yet. So, you know what I mean? Maybe right now isn't the time. But uh, first week in October, I think there are going to be some pretty desperate teams, especially yeah. when bye weeks roll around. So. Yep. Hold out, too. I mean, if you... Yeah, if that's you... the other thing. You The auction is actually still going. Like, it's literally still going, but we're at the end of, of most of that. But uh, right out after an auction, like, I will try to write down some guys that maybe I stole the bid from late and kind of write those write the names next to those guys of like, okay, maybe he was either bidding me up or he was really into this guy. I know that's my, maybe my trade partner to at least attempt, but I'm not doing that probably for more than a month after the draft is over. Yeah. Well, but, but I think that's a good point too, is kind of taking those notes. Like how many teams is the draft you guys are going to be doing for Nero? 14, I think. 14. Yep. 14. Do you think that's like somewhat similar or is it super flex too though? It is. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's very similar. It changes the math a little bit, obviously. Like, but yeah. it sounds dumb. But I, I I play that closer to a sixteen than I do a twelve. I know it's in the middle mm, and then double but position value of quarterbacks and maybe tight end if it's premium. I'm gonna play that closer to the sixteen side, and I think I'm still gonna end up feeling really good about my team. And even like two drinks said there, where you're kind of taking notes, um, like if you all of a sudden if you outbid, I'm just gonna say Kyler Murray, and you all of a sudden take Kyler Murray from $90 to a hundred dollars, like take note of the last guy that had a nice high bid on those players in, because that could be your market. If you end up not liking your team or how it, how it turns out or those guys that are like, damn it, I wanted swift, but I didn't want to pay that much. Like they're probably guys that have like a firm line. Like yeah. I'm only going to pay $80 on a running back a hundred on a quarterback. So yep. maybe, maybe you see that line and know that, all right, I got to go to a, 105 or something like that to know I got him. Is that is that player worth that to me? And you know what? Like That's I'm, fair. I'm gonna say, and this is crazy, even coming from me, but don't have so much rookie fever during your auction drafts. It's freaking crazy, Fanero. Even like coming from that side of it when you're always trying to but like dude people are paying like 100 plus dollars for the top like five receivers in this draft class. And then I mean to and then you see successful wide receivers going later in the day or in the week for much cheaper because now people don't have the money because they splurged on all these rookies or something went wrong, you know, but you're seeing then like the proven wide receivers go for cheaper than like the Jerry Judys, even Chenault, like some of those guys going for like hundred dollars. And and I think it gets a little bit crazy. Um I didn't what look at it, but same, same it regard, like Marvin Jones goes for like twelve, right? <laughs> yep. What did uh, what did Clyde go for in that one? Um, and two hundred and something. Yeah, uh, that was I another one. I, I put up. I, I saw that early too, so I decided like if I was going to nominate players, I'm gonna. I was going to stay with that rookie theme because we were you know coming after draft. So I was like, yeah, let's let's get some more rookie running backs going. I'm, I'm seeing these guys go for two hundred dollars. I'm not going to get that guy. But that's another team that's down 20% of their budget at that point just off of that one player. Because everybody wants one of those guys right now, especially running backs, right? Yep. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm okay hitting vets because what's the easiest? I'm not easiest is wrong, but right, where's the value in your rookies? Rookie drafts the next few years. Like you, you can always get running backs early because that's where they go. So I don't need to hit all of them early right now. Maybe that's my hole I need to fill down the road, and then I can do that through the the next draft. But in the startup, ooh, it's too expensive. Yeah. Another thing I like to do at the beginning too is sometimes some of those guys that. I want to put out there that I don't want you to get or that I do want you to get is I like to throw some of the cheaper guys out there too, just to sort of mm-hmm. trick them in because we're trying to set a market. I'll, I'll use Justin Jackson as an example. And, <laughs> but send somebody out there that you think people will bid on maybe Cam Newton, but you don't necessarily want like somebody that's not going to go for top dollar, but maybe this early in the draft, there's just a little bit more of a bidding war and they go for $11 instead of four. And then mm-hmm. you get people spending the, they're getting their cheap guys for a little bit more of a premium price than you want to be paying for those cheap guys once it gets near the draft. And then I want to try to get my cheap guys at the end of the draft for like a dollar at a time when everybody's either out of the draft or not interested in the players I have. But I want to throw I thought those. You were gonna- I thought you were going to say that you did that so you're not like tipping your cap. So in other words, like I'm not just throwing out guys that I know everyone's going to bid on. I'm going to throw out these guys that I like a little bit too. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to tell you my strategy. I'm going to be doing I'm going to do some big guys and some small guys. I'm kind of all over the place. You don't know what I'm doing. Probably 20% of the guys I throw out there, I really want. Okay. And and it might and I I mean if you think you know me, I'm probably going to throw a couple guys out there that I'm not as going after quite as much this year but i might put a higher bid on them because i'm still fine if they land on my team um another thing you're going to run into finero like um we're using a 12-hour clock so i bid on jonathan taylor and my max bid is 150 dollars. but all that you see is when that shows up is a dollar because nobody's upbid me yet so now two drink comes in and he 50. throws 50. Okay, he throws 50 on my Jonathan Taylor. And now I'm still winning it, but I'm paying 50. So two hours goes by and two drink comes back and he's like, man, maybe I'll, I'll see what he's got. He throws 80 on it. And still I'm winning this at 150. The nice thing about this is now, now for this scenario, two drinks never going to outbid me. But my time keeps ticking down. Now, if I would have bid fifty dollars on Jonathan Taylor, and then Two Drink outbid me at fifty-one, Two Drink restarts that clock to twelve hours. So now the clock's restarted, and if I want to get back into it, I'm restarting the clock again. So I want to oh throw God. that maximum bid mm-hmm. that I think I'm willing to really go in on this. Like, like I said, and that's why I'm throwing this one hundred and fifty dollar bid on it, so that Two Drink has to get to one fifty-one. To beat me, and now at this point, I have time to think because now at one fifty one, I don't, I kind of don't mind him taking the clock back down, um, unless it gets really close. Like, but at at, at one fifty one, now I need to regroup anyway because he went over where I wanted to be at. So now you have that twelve hour clock to do it. But if you're comfortable throwing like a hundred, hundred and twenty dollars on a player, just do it from the get go because then you might have a better chance of that time expiring while you're the winning bid. Because I was just going to say, how long do these drafts last? Some players, I feel like we're on there for three or four days. Other players do 12 hours and they're out. Right. Like, yep. It just depends on that person setting that bar. And 
And and yes, I I I very much agree with you, Swags, because that bit me in the butt many times. Like I I get maybe this isn't a player most people like to have on their team because it's super hard to trade him because he doesn't have any value. Like from what you're going to get back, that, that that sounded wrong. But from but we're we talking we're about, about here. I think Julio I know. Jones. Oh oh, I, I don't mind Julio. I thought you were talking about Thielen. Right, but I can't I can't ever trade him to somebody and feel like I'm getting fair market value back from what he's going to give me on my team. Yeah, so you're I never going to get the production value. Right. So I decided like I still that's my guy. Like I want him on my team. I'm still going to get a couple of years out of him, and I don't mind it. And I went after him early. I end up paying like $150, I think, for him, which I'm okay with in that spot. Um, but I, he was one I believe that was on there for like two days because I put it out at like 75 just to see there was a bunch of crazy rookie stuff going on and I get outbid. Mm-hmm. All right. And then, you know, that's during the time I'm asleep. So like eight hours go by. I, I get up. There's four hours left on this guy. Oh, dang it. I'm going to pay more than that. And I throw $100 on there. You know what I mean? And then yeah. that guy gets up a little bit later. And like he goes to one ten, like it took me forever to win it, Julio. Yeah, it made it take longer, and you still I got, paid the premium, I, right? I, I'm still comfortable with, with where I paid it, but I could have locked him up a day and a half earlier, right? And then not had that money out there and been able to focus on other guy. And, it was early on; honestly, there was only one person out there before we switched to two. But still, that just I I learned that a little bit along this draft too, more so. Just maybe just a number of guys there and, and people in it. Not only that, but his sleep patterns and work patterns might not have aligned right to Correct. upbid you each and every time to where you might have still got him for a little bit cheaper because he would have. Do you know what I, I mean? Felt, like, yep. It feels I felt different super when, bad. when you take my bid away. It feels different than when I don't match your bid. Does that make sense? Like, if I'm winning mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor at that $80 and all of a sudden you have him for 85 I'm like, damn it, man, like four hours away and you just did that to me. Like, but now if I, if I go after your player and I don't have enough, that doesn't really hurt me. So I never feel like when he got ahead and when it was winning Julio, you gave him that feeling after you had that feeling. So now you both had that feeling and it was a true bidding war. But if he would have initially paid $80 and never been a part of that war, he might not have stayed with it. He might have right away gone gone to another player and then had his war somewhere else. But the fact that, like, once you have something taken away from you that you really want, you want it back. But if you No, I'm with you. I definitely went. It's crazy. All right, which which, uh, supposed goat just took that from me? Oh, Roger Federer? Who do you have on the board? I'm coming for those bitches. All right, right, I'm going to upbid all three of them. Oh, you still want them? Mm. And that's the other thing I learned. Wait, I just I just upped each one of those from like five dollars a piece, and he's still on it. I'm gonna go back in because I don't mind those guys, right? But if nothing else, I'm gonna make sure he's not he's not getting away cheap, and I go bet five more dollars on each of them. Dang, he's still got all of them, and I just keep doing that. And I got towards the end of the draft here, especially later on. Once you can see the amount of money people have left, you can see if they have multiple people on the board, just how far they can even afford to go. Now we have people with like twenty dollars, or even you know what I mean. Some people got three too yeah like i can see it when it's on there i felt bad uh about the the schedule thing you're saying uh i feel like i check it pretty frequently more so than a lot of people just because it's kind of fun to look at but i hit a spot where i i didn't see benny snow for a dollar for 11 hours and 59 minutes mm, yeah you missed <laughs> a couple here and there but i jumped on and i was like oh well i'll throw two bucks on that just get him to up it a little bit and just happen to be one of his dollar bids they put in and i stacked some benny snow Benny Snow's on there for like a full day, but that's all right. 
there's little things like that where you just find like as I continue to to watch guys and and look at their teams and seeing who they're going after, eh, he's not probably really into this wide receiver because he's pretty heavy. He don't have any running backs. All right, he's probably got more money on that running back down there. You know what I mean? Because we're towards the end there. What what are we fighting for at this point? Do you have a receiver on your team yet, Swags? I know I'm all over the board. Um, I have uh, Marquise Goodwin. Perfect. Yeah. So you don't. So you don't have a wide receiver, yet. dude. He's Olympic. I mean, speed. that's actually the legit wide receiver is on his team. So. <laughs> yep. Uh, dude, I, I really stuff, think that so. might be it. I'll I'll pull it up in a minute here and look, but I think that that's it. Yeah, I know. When I looked a, a while back, I uh, love your running back room, but. And you didn't my, have, my you didn't quarterbacks have a aren't horrible either. I have Watson in that league, Josh yep. Allen, and then uh, Gardner. Yep. I'll probably end up having to trade Gardner in that league. We shall see. I mean, just the way my team's going. Like, Luckily, I, I hung on to my 2021 first. I mean, because at first we couldn't trade him anyway. But luckily, I hung on to that because I don't, I don't feel great about where my team's at today. Sure. So, but I told even early, like in a 16 team, most teams are going to be pretty weak across the board. You know what I mean? Like it's just so many other players we're asking. Uh, I believe we start 11. Yeah. Right. Which is even a larger number out of out of the 16 that's there. Like it's supposed to be hard. I, I get that, especially. The, the individuals involved here, you know what I mean? But uh, I knew going in, I, there was a good chance I probably wasn't going to like the look of my team just because of the size and, and the players involved here. How big are those rosters? 22. It's also short, which is nice. Yeah, but now uh, people not are as, pushing people to taxi and then still in the auction? Because you can put rookies in your taxi. Yeah. Go ahead. I think... It's not Your like little comment it, there. you don't get an extra draft pick during a draft if you push but, the player to the taxi. Right, but that's I have I have this amount of money to spend. Uh, to me, it doesn't feel like I have any reason to keep money. No, into you, the you off shouldn't. Season. You shouldn't. In most so, drafts, you can trade your money away too. You, that's, that's you also should true. try to spend all your money. I'm not against that, but but the, so I wouldn't do it looking to fill away. 22 spots, not 22 spots in five taxis, dude. And then uh, you find out during the draft that we're moving players to taxi, and people are still bidding on players. I think it's ridiculous. We'll leave it there. I really like the fair. group we're drafting with. I think it's silly as hell. I, I made one comment about it. I'm not going to make a big deal about it. Totally against it. I, I think it's complete bullshit. I, I, we're definitely learning as we go with some of these things. So there, there's probably still a few more of those kind of bugs to, to work out with, with other things that come up. Swags, the one I'm doing this weekend has 35 roster spots and 10 taxis. Oh, wow. So yeah, so, I, I would ask that you, going into it, yeah. like <laughs> start putting rookies on your taxi. Are we going to be little bitches and move people to taxi while Dang. other people are still drafting, or are we going to do this like big boys? Yeah, I'm going to ask that right away. I might ask that tonight. Ask him how I said it. Knowing will help. Jesus, just I'll knowing exact, will help. I'll, I'll ask exactly the way you just did. Yeah, man up. <laughs> <sighs> do you have money left? Me, I, I don't. Yeah. I think yeah. I have like nine dollars or something. Yeah, I don't I know. I just, I just don't bucks. like it when I get in leagues with like bigger people and we play like amateur things. I, I don't know. I just thought that that's what we were all trying to get away from. That's fair. I say it's a, it's a big group and kind of a. It's, I mean, it's definitely a new format on that platform for me. So, but I, I did like not read all my rules. Super good. 
I like your quarterbacks, quarterbacks are, are so very good. We'll just stay with that. I think my three are better, but that's debatable. <laughs> Who are your quarterbacks besides Foles? <laughs> I don't. Uh, Russell have have... Wilson, Carson okay. Wentz, and Foles. I mean, I like Russell Wilson. That's fair. Um, He's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think that's that's enough of me and you. Um, <laughs> that's just yeah, that's what we're doing. Fenero, what up? I I know it's been a little while since you were on breakdown. A little bit. Uh, and this is the when kind were you of on? stuff that happens. When were you on last? Because I was lying. That's not pretty two minute breakdown. I didn't give a shit to write that down. Dad, but what is the date? Uh, September third, two thousand eighteen, episode ninety six. Wow, so about too a year long. and a half ago. A little more. Uh, to yeah. be to be fair, like there was a good span there where we didn't do shows at all. So that's yeah. Like you can't really count that part against. It was swag. actually. You it was actually again. It's Fenero's fault. Yeah, I believe uh, it. clearly. It was actually three days before the premiere of Rookie Fever. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, but I I have been on Rookie Fever a few times. I wasn't on episode 100. That's cool. We won't talk about it. But <laughs> but you're not like you're a guest of this show. But you're not like you're. I definitely uh, like hanging out with you. Um, so it's time that me and Spice are just going to chill, and we're going to let you be the host of this bitch. Uh, you got some auction questions, I heard. Um, so yeah. if we didn't cover any, um, now now's your time. I'm going to yeah, crack guys, a beer. Seriously, thank you. Like I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I have 12 different, which I think are golden nuggets of wisdom, if you will, for auction drafts. Some stuff I hadn't even really thought about. I'm going to ask you guys a question that's not on my list. Um, but kind of came script up already. I like it. Yes, but kind of came up during the the golden nugget section. Um, and this is gonna this is gonna sound like a stupid question, and hopefully some of our listeners who maybe are new to auctions like I am uh, don't think it's stupid because uh, I do not want to waste your. I hope it's so stupid. Yeah, definitely don't want to waste your. <laughs> you do you do um auction multiple players at the same time right it's not like one gets nominated and everyone um each, each team could nominate one in the one we were just doing i've done some that you could all nominate up to five players at one time and that gets a we little did, crazy we did one a person for the first like week and then we were able to go to two two a person okay. whether you did that or not swags i don't know but uh, we were allowed to do two a day once we got there. So that's I another question you want to ask. One day I did yeah, three. I heard that. <laughs> so, so, so I guess the answer is every league is different. Definitely. That's sure. definitely a question to ask. Like, uh, like the other like taxi, being able to put guys in taxi, but yeah, uh, def- <laughs> definitely a question to ask. Cause each league will be very different there for sure. Yeah. I saw like, um, maximum number of nominees was 12, but it's a four. And it's a 12 team league. It's a 14, a 14 team. So that was a weird, so that's number. probably hmm. a, uh, just random, like, that's right. the staple answer ah. that that's in there. So like they'll have to go cap. and fix it since you're doing a 14. Yeah. Oh, I got you. All right. All right. Bro. It's probably always set up for 12. So that's just what it, you know what I mean? That's what I it generated you. as. That, so that, that definitely needs sense. to be switched then. The, the commission definitely needs to change that. And at least, at least needs to be 14, one per day. All right, cool. That, that makes sense. All right. Cause. And make it where you just get to nominate one each day. Not once your player has been uh, sold. I've seen oh. some that are like that too. So, like, if you put a guy on the board, even if he's not yours, if guys are going back and forth bidding, you still can't put somebody up. You need to be able to do at least one every single day. Uh, I got to the point where, especially late in in this auction draft, where I was either still up at like say twelve oh one, you know, midnight, 
Sure. Or like, hey, I woke up at one thirty to pee. I'm I'm gonna pull it up real quick because if if I'm talking about a dollar or two dollar bid guys now, I I now can't outbid you for them. I have to beat you to nominate them. You know what I mean? Right. You might not want that dollar guy because you're now gonna spend your one dollar somewhere else. You can't bid me up, or that's not worth it to go to two if you're gonna get two guys for that dollar. So I've even started find out like, where that that time is. I'll I'll nominate somebody at one. Just so the bid ends at one in the morning when everybody else is sleeping, mm-hmm. and then like I have kind of I can watch it a little bit closer, and if somebody's all of a sudden bid me up, I can decide if I want to like just end it at one and up bid it a little bit more just to stay ahead of it. Um, but yeah, know your times oh, yeah. too. Like um, when people like if if you bid at five, it's gonna end at five in the morning tomorrow. Like everybody's sleeping. Like maybe right. you can get through dinner time and kind of watch it till you go to bed and win some guys overnight that's uh one of the things i was trying to get around to earlier and just i guess lost my train of thought there but um i i would check some of my my guys that i have you know what i mean you, you see that time dwindling down the they're still there and i'd go in and be like all right he's currently at let's you know call it fifty dollars and i have my bid in at sixty dollars is what i initially put do I really want to lose this guy now no i'm gonna go in and i put my bid max bid to like you know sixty nine dollars nice you know what i mean just just up it a little bit so that i know i'm not going to lose that if somebody comes in last last minute and then i'm looking and be like this mother effer just went to 65 dollars on me so if i didn't do that like he was just going to take that for me but now he did it so now am i playing this game with him and what's my number i'm really comfortable with paying for this guy because if i'm comfortable with paying 80 i, I might as well go ahead and go there or whatever the number is now because he's shown that he wants to come on up you know what i mean so let me go ahead and give me a next little buffer and make sure I don't lose this 12 hours, you know what I mean, and, and reset this clock here. Just, I don't know. I, I was, oh, I got pissed off with some people. I'm like, this bitch just right, up at me. Minute. I'm going to put it 13 more dollars, and then I refresh it twice. This bitch really wants this guy because now I've only got $3 wiggle room. Like, yeah. man, do I want to go more into this right now? Yeah, I'm going to put some more in there. And I did the same thing on the other side. If I saw a guy and be like, all right, you know what? My number is 15, but let me just inch him up and see if I can't piss him off if he's paying attention. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The bid's at eight. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to put it at nine. And I just, 10, 11, and just slowly tick it up like every couple of minutes. Like, is he watching? I hope he is. Otherwise, I'm just playing mind games with myself. But I had fun with it, so it didn't matter. <laughs> I, don't so- know, I don't know if I got to what I was going to, but I'm back to you for now. So my next question is, is just general strategy going in like i think the three of us have very different strategies in in drafting um period uh i had a a a draft with swags and our strategies clashed a little bit i know that if you two were in a draft they would they would clash a little bit and i'll just define that real quick for listeners um two drink you're definitely a wide receiver dude swags you're absolutely a running back dude i'm absolute balance I like a balanced team. I'm not. I'm not a big dude that loves to rely on trades after the fact. Um, that might make me conservative. So my question is: in an auction draft, where do you where do you guys fall? Like, and I'm going to put it in three categories. There's the aggressive. The aggressive bidder is the guy that just wants studs and duds. Then you have the balanced guy, which kind of fits a little bit more with me, where they're trying to fill out their quote unquote roster. And then a third category I called like late to the party. And that's something I find a little tempting too, where you kind of watch the bids, you watch people's money go down, you're patient. And then you just go, like you had said earlier, that guy can't go for, Foles can't go for that cheat. I'm right. grabbing Foles. And he just winds up being part of your team because 
You're just like hawking value. Where do you two fit on that scale? Man, I can't wait. I can't. Uh, it's just can't not wait. in me. I'm very impatient. That's very hard to do. Um, I Risky, definitely probably. think I definitely think there's some merit to it and can hit big. Like we definitely saw some guys later on that went for great value compared to very similar counterparts, you know, early in the draft just because of the time frame. But I feel more secure knowing like going into this draft uh, before anything even happened, I wanted to be very balanced, which isn't like me. It isn't. I am very wide receiver and quarterback and super flex, you know, heavy. I like to get one running back I like, and then I just take shotgun approach, and I will take every FM backup in the league because one or two of those guys are going to hit at some point, and then I can play my way through. Uh, I immediately got into this, and even on one day, I, I even told Swags, maybe even want to show, I got bored and saw a bunch of guys I wanted and was like, you know what? If I start with my trio of Julio Jones, Adam Thielen, and Cooper Cup, other people might not like it. I feel amazeballs about that. So let's go ahead and put those guys on my team. I feel good about it. I don't care how much money I have to spend. I ended up spending around $300 total to get the three guys on there. Out of 1000 yeah, that's the expensive. The one but I think I would have those like, are three starters. maybe debated with you about is uh, Thielen. The other two I totally and it, understand, and I'm kind of with and, you on it. Just not and I hope my guys, I, you know. You know, maybe if if he isn't nominated, because I don't believe I nominated him, but if maybe he's not nominated early on, I could have got him for, you know, $70. Sure, a little cheaper. Probably. Um, I love the fact that, that Jefferson went to the Vikings. I think that's just as good for Thielen as it is for Jefferson taking over that Diggs role. I know other people don't, don't see that, but even last year in games early on that Thielen played, he, he was a wide receiver one, like – all right, go put a rookie in there with COVID going on and tell me where Cousins is going to go to. That defense isn't as good. It's a brand-new offense. Yes, they're still going to run through Dalvin Cook, but Adam Thielen has shown to put up wide receiver one numbers. Like, it's not even that long ago. Is my team older? Sure, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll pop my collar here for a minute and feel like I can trade well and I will and I will draft well. I'll talk a little shit. I'm better at other people than that. So... <laughs> I'll be okay, and I'll still get three three years of production from from solid guys that maybe other people don't want, and that's fine. But when I got rings on, don't worry about it. Swags, your turn to pop your collar. Aggressive, balanced, or late to the party? I don't even know if I answered that. You did. You said you can't wait. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I just eliminated one. I didn't answer it, but I'm just not this but, one. But you're not a balanced guy either, so I'm going to call you aggressive or like semi-aggressive. That's, that's That sounds like... Something I'm kind of aggressive with what I'm chasing. Like ideally, and this is hard for me to do, but ideally I, I'm i thinking in my head, like <clears throat> take day one off, let these guys spend some money and, and come in day two and day three. But that did not play out at all in this last draft. But really, like, I think that's like a very good strategy. Unless you see like maybe one guy like that you really feel like you have to have like your guy. Maybe you go into it like knowing I want to get DeAndre Swift and then you lay off the rest of it a little bit because like for ours and for narrow years, it's either sounds like it's going to be 12 or 14. There were only 16 players out there. There's not 15 people that uh, from that area that I can put on my team and bid on all the money. There's still lots of people in the pool. Day one and two, that's when people are going to be spending most of their money. If you can be patient and kick back and relax and watch them spend, you're going to put together a hell of a team the rest of the way out. I, I really believe that. 
and I maybe maybe just seeing that in our draft, I feel like there was three individuals that kind of did that. Um, and I'll be honest, looking at their teams now, I don't know that the value hit the way they were kind of hoping. Um, and, and just in some of the build outs, I'm, I'm not here to call anybody out. It's a 16 team league and it's uh, June. It's only June, right? Yeah. Nope, it's May. So, <laughs> but, but they might like their team a ton. Sure. No, I got you. I'm just saying, like, I, I'm, I guess I'm glad I didn't take that strategy and went and got a couple guys I feel very comfortable rolling out week in and week out. Um, you know, maybe they're not all upside plays, but in a 16 team league, I want some some pretty consistent numbers coming across the board sure. that, that yeah. I can count on. Absolutely. So I'm not, I was okay paying for it. But I was I mean, like, man, if I spend close to a hundred dollars for each one of these guys, right. I mean, I, I, I get like, at my point, I guess my build was, I'm not going to worry about my bench. If I can start so many of these guys on, you know, on my starting sure. roster. Yeah. I only have to start two running backs. You know what I mean? I only, have to start um you know two wide receivers if you want to build it that way so if i could put six wide receivers on the board and feel like they all have wide receiver one to to two uh, range every week like i'm so gonna feel crazy really we're good pushing players to taxi while we're <laughs> during a draft and like those are people that should be able to be there for people to put on their teams to use and people are pushing them to taxi what's your big boy pants on league i don't know it, it's a huge oversight in my opinion that's fair Fenero, so you're gonna, you're open. gonna, where are you gonna fit into that mix? I was gonna say, so, oh, where am I gonna fit in? Yeah, that's. I really know you're tough. pretty balanced guy, but what are you, what I'm are you leaning balanced. for going into this? Like, do you feel like you want to get a couple studs and then, then feel like you're smarter than everybody else and pop on those dollar, you know, those cheap late late? Nah, I think, I think there, I think there's no way I leave leave any draft without a couple studs. So now my studs, um, you know, after hearing what you guys have said. Rookie fevers in full effect right now, as we know. So I'm gonna have to fade those dudes for sure, and I don't. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I think I think Swags is well aware of my tendencies that I need to see it first before I really start selling it or buying it. Sorry. Um, so I think I could fade those pretty easily, and they might be my early nominations. That might be my my early strategy. The other strategy I'll probably have is I'm, I'm incredibly injury adverse. Mm-hmm. So if there's a player that that people are all high on um, and like Fournette, who finished the entire season healthy and I can throw them out there because I just really don't want a piece. Uh, yeah, that's going to be my my nomination strategy as far as my global strategy is probably going to lean balance position wise. But no, to answer your question too, drink, I'm definitely going to have a couple studs. Do you want do you want Fournette for like one hundred and twenty dollars? I don't. No, I no, don't. I don't. Or do you want? Hold on. Or do you want Clyde Edwards-Helaire for two hundred dollars? Yes, Clyde we'll Edwards-Helaire for two hundred dollars. Okay. Over if you're giving me those two choices in an auction, you don't really get that choice, right? Like you have no idea what one's going to sell for versus the other. But I, unless they're yeah. on the board at the same time. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. No, I would have to. You'd I'd pay probably, up at I'd that probably, point. I'd probably pull back from both, to be honest. Okay. Which is what I'm scared about. I'm I'm afraid that my balanced approach and my I'm gonna need to find people that I'm very high on that people aren't high on. And exactly. Yeah. And I'm going to have to target those players, I think, in order for me to to have any success. And that's I'm not, also, I'm not saying you have to write it out, but yeah, you definitely yeah. need to have your own you need to do tears. Right. Like it's probably helpful for most to write it out. I sure. just kind of jumble that shit in my head. 
right uh to be honest but yeah like it, it's probably easier to to write it down and yep. cross off guys and I will. put prices next to guys you yeah. seem like that kind of guy so you well, you'll find where the market will correct itself for you right for the, the other 13 guys in right. that league yep even yeah, something spend, else I'll... too is uh mm-hmm. watch your quarterbacks like until you have two or three because you can't quite hoard in an auction like you can in a startup draft i mean you could but it's totally different ball game so but i would make sure you have two or three in this 14 team until you have those numbers on your team worry about quarterback like watch how mm-hmm. many are in the auction watch how many have been put on other people's teams and kind of know the player pool and what's still available to you because if you get down and all of a sudden you look at the player pool and you're like oh man like Jameis Winston or Ben Roethlisberger like how did I let this happen because right. you're just watching other stuff and you don't realize how slowly all the quarterbacks have been creeping off the board sure. so every now and then there's an icon if you're doing your auction from MFL you can switch to the players I switch to quarterbacks yep. and I look at the quarterbacks that are being bid on right now so I know the 8 to 10 that are in there I look at the mm-hmm. rosters see who's already out there and I'm like wow that's 20 quarterbacks you know, not today in our draft to drink, but at certain yeah, yeah. times, like you look at, but I do like to watch the quarterbacks in my super flex until I have the number I feel comfortable with leaving that right. draft. And I want to prioritize. So that leads me to, cause I know I probably won't get to answer all or ask all my questions. So I'm going to go to the two. If I get two more guys, I don't know. Sure. I'm going to go to the two. I'm going to go to the two that I really want to hear your answers on. And, I just kind of want like a uh, percentage ratio for position positions. I heard earlier that swags that, and I think to drink, he kind of agreed that 50% of your budget went to quarterbacks in a 16 team. Yeah. yeah. I want to like, I feel really confident rolling out two studs at quarterbacks in a 16 team league like this. I'd be happy mm-hmm. to get out cheaper. Don't get me wrong. Correct. <laughs> but I was, I was willing to pay that for the two sure. right around 50%. Sure. And I was able to get three. Right. You know what I mean? I, I added fulls into that mix. So um, if you want to do, you know, something closer Mahomes to like go for, dude, three fifty, like, I want to say yeah, those and Lamar went, was a little less than that. And yeah, I think I think Mahomes, Lamar and McCaffrey were all three hundred plus. Yeah. Barkley might have been right. I at think it even too. Joe Burrow was a couple hundred dollars, though. And I got yep. like Josh Allen yep. for one eighty and Watson for, I think, two twenty and then fifty for Gardner. Yep. So you 20, have 20% for a starting quarterback, something like that. And if okay. and if you save anything there, you know what I mean? You either roll it into that third quarterback if you really like, or you get to go nuts and add that side to your running backs or whatever you want to cool. do. That's super valuable information. Running back and wide receiver. Um, and that comes down to like how <laughs> you build a little bit. Yeah, like that, that comes down to like once you start seeing the players you want go, I think you're just going to know like, your balanced approach will come into play then more than like two drinks style or mine. Like you're going to be somewhere in the middle of both of us. How many are you starting in this league? 11. 11. So yeah, it's a big one. So um, I think is trades HQ just one running back, one wide receiver, and then all flex spots. No, it's not. Uh, So I wrote all this downside, easy access. So three wide receivers, two running backs, three flex, one super flex. It's barely a tight end premium. Gotcha. One and a half. Yeah, man. I, I think you just stay balanced. I mean, if you ask 1. me, 2. you know, 5. I'm going to say, like, about get your running backs. And, yeah, I, I, mean, I think you just Lee. take your balanced approach. Right. But, yeah, yeah find probably- find one or two guys you really want on each side. Right. You know, 
spend your if you get a little extra lift over from the quarterback so you feel comfortable about those guys and then get you a bunch of guys in that eight to twelve percent range on your starters actually right, so now this question might sound super novice too uh as my first one might have and you probably unnecessary for you too but if you guys can think back to when you did this early on and and you didn't have a resource do you have a resource where you can just have like kind of the equivalent of adp where you just have like general values like do you go somewhere to kind of see projected values like you, you can use it as a guide mm. I did not this year. I know. I think there are some places that, like, there are some I mean, you options. Must have fantasy, some... fantasy pros, I feel like, had something like that back in the day. But hundred uh, percent, you can look at all that and study it all you want to. And one motherfucker is going to come in this yeah, draft it, and put four hundred dollars on a Absolutely. on a player, and it doesn't matter. Sure. It, it, I know every redraft, every dynasty, you know, startup is different because it's that draft. I feel like it's intensified in auction because of just how that game is played um it it is addicting like uh, depending on your personality just just to kind of watch some of those bids and, and play along because you can go get anybody you want to uh i know you know swags is is much heavier into trading during like a dynasty startup than i am it just seems to to end up that way but even then, you really can't get everybody you want on your team early. In an auction, you can. You just have to pay for it. So, oh, man, yeah. Well, and, and I mean, you can come into it anytime you want to. I think we kind of mentioned that earlier out, with yeah. Sipes. Yeah, like if you're all of a sudden you got 20 minutes during your day, you can hop on. You don't need to check emails to see if you're on the board. You can just hop into your auction draft, make a couple bids, yeah. or see how your bids are doing and pop back out. You can analyze it for as long as you want and when you get free time later you pop back in if you want you're you're not constantly checking emails to see if you're on the board though and um it's kind of just fun there's a really a different side to it i'm not saying like i'll never do a draft again but the auction draft like there's just kind of things to watch all day even if you're not bidding on people that's a perfect segue to my last question so My last question is, I think this is something that I'm going to both love and hate, and and I'll explain why. I think I'm going to love it because (laughs) it's something new. It's going to, I've been doing Redraft and Dynasty long enough where I have my set ways, and I'm going to do what I do, and nobody can convince me otherwise. Where here is something I get to really think hard about what I'm going to do. I get to prep for, and Swags knows how I love to prep. With all that being said, I think I might hate it too. And when I say hate it, uh, I can be very, very busy and I enjoy my sleep. I want to talk about etiquette. When are you a dick? Like with these last Me? second bids, I don't even like, try. I just want to know, like, what is, is there an etiquette to auction drafting? Like, I don't want to be, these are, I mean, I know half the league. Um, but the other, the other, let's say six to eight guys, I don't know. So like when, when, what, what kind of things could I do to be perceived as kind of dickish? Um, well, see, I mean, and everybody's different too. And you don't want to end up being that guy that's all of a sudden like talking about like, Oh, why, why aren't you picking while you're on the clock? I mean, the truth is like, I think it's kind of dickish when I have two minutes left and you finally decide that you want to bid on my player, you can say all day long that, Oh, I just woke up and saw it or all this and that. But the truth is like, I find it hard to believe sometimes. I think that can happen. I think it's kind of a dick move 
if you're if you're purposely coming in to last minute just to try to like bid me up a little bit and then you end up winning me um to drink he's asking like when is it kind of when are you being a dick like if you're if you're sleeping or something like that and like let's say i keep saying the same players but jonathan taylor two minutes left i've got 150 bucks on it um the bid's at 120 now two drink comes in starts trying to get my jonathan taylor he's at 130 140 150 and now finally finally you outbid me um two drink yep you're there i'm back all right i don't think he heard you so so i'll i'll, I'll re-ask you really quick just to kind of get you caught up like sorry no you're fine so finero asks like when is it kind of a dick move to like outbid on somebody like he has a busy schedule he might be working he might be sleeping he doesn't want to totally feel he has to watch the draft all day but when when is it a dick move to outbid me at with two minutes left on the clock and also swags i don't want to overreact to somebody who i think might be being a dick yep and you probably will personally yeah i probably will you know me like that would like if i see something come down and it's just general etiquette, and I just overreact to it. I'm not going to have fun. This is about having fun. Well, so like, what? But what you, is it? So, it, well, if right. you watch them, if if somebody, if the same person does it to you two times, yeah. then it's a dick move. If, if if the the first time you have to chalk it up to coincidence, no matter how it makes you feel, and I know those feelings too, Finero. Like I know you're going to get irritated with these situations but you have to let it go you don't know they might be busy they might just be jumping on um it it is it is irritating but you have to let it go maybe they changed their mind maybe yeah they might have you know i've i've and even like two drinks said maybe maybe they're looking at foals and they're like well i'm not gonna let you win him for that much like i don't really want him a ton but if you're winning him for nine i'm gonna outbid you right here so it might be that too where they just kind of see like oh shit two minutes and he's gonna win him for this the first time you have to chalk it up to like fair game everybody's going after these players it's an auction um those the time is there Maybe in between picks, they listen to this pod and get all this wisdom. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but now if it happens mm. twice, if you do it to me twice, I'm going to do it to you at least once. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to say, like, if it's a player I want, it's never too late for me to be a dick because I want that player and I have money. Um, that being said, if you do uh, it to me game. twice, yeah, you're going to be a dick. Like, but <laughs> it's right. Like, it. It's because I want it makes me not a dick. But if you want it from me, you're a dick for doing it. Like, it's just one of those things. I think I have the strategy. So (laughs) so if you're going to be a dick, just spread it around. Just spread it around. Don't be a dick to the same person. Kind of. And Fenero, like, you've got, you can use your feelings. It's still a game. You can feel people out pretty good. If it feels like all of a sudden, like, some guy was, like, trying to get you to spend more. Right. And and they're trying to upbid you last minute, and then they accidentally win the guy, but maybe they didn't want him. Let them have it, even if it's your favorite and, player ever. Let them have it. Like if it's somebody and you just know, like, oh, two drink would never take that guy, and, and two drink didn't do this to me. But if I know, like, all of a sudden two drink bids on a guy that he would never take from me, he's yours, baby. Like, right? <laughs> Man, yeah, no. Yeah, I didn't, we didn't do that too much. I, I, not that I tried to stay away from it. I think we just 
uh, at different times during our roster builds, had some players. Like, I think one point, like, you had Chenault on there, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in. And then he just got to the point where I was like, man, I'm not spending that much money right now on him. Like, if I wouldn't have done some other players, then maybe I could have got in on that. But I'm not going to do it now. Yeah. But it, it, it it's supposed to be fun for Nero. Uh, some people will get butt hurt regardless. It doesn't matter. Like, it could be completely random, and and one of them, one of them you know, pull that on you last minute. Or it could be on purpose. Nothing burned my hole as much as Whatever. getting Justin Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, dude, I think I think you guys nailed it. It's it's repeat offenses, right? So if I saw a dude just doing it across the league, and I was only affected once by it, he's a dick. He's that guy. He like you, you got to expect it, and then you have to adjust your strategy. Like that's gonna be a guy that's gonna come in and and do his thing. Uh, Slipes and I were talking about it. He's like, there's always a guy in an auction draft that'll do that. Yeah, so you just have to be. You have to be like Swags just said. And he's like, dude, I know that you tend to get a little upset about that shit. And I, what I would suggest, just knowing you as a person, is you know, like you said, to drink. It's supposed to be fun. Let it. Let it just be. Don't get too upset about it. It's not quote unquote cheating or anything like that. Like just, just live with it. And the whole world is not against you, Fenero. They freaking love you. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you know how I get, dude. Though, like, I would be like, I'd be oh, all I get, about. I get that like, way, yeah. I'd be all about like waiting for freaking twelve hours for my guy and having zero competition. And it's in the middle of the day. It it, it winds up like settling in about eight or nine p.m. And then after <laughs> the whole clock resets, like, come on, dude. Like, you know, you could have done that at like nine o'clock in the morning. Are we right. really doing this at eight o'clock? This is stupid. So now yeah. I got to like go through this whole thing all over again. Now you're roping in guys with more eyes. I could have had value. Now mm-hmm. all these other people are looking at it. Like I just got to get pissed. Now, and that's now me. The, the flip side to it though, Fenero, like if I go in, like I've been busy today, like, Oh, I'll make some stuff up. Like I'm crazy busy all day. And I, I hop into the auction for the first time to see how it's looking. I'm right. starting at the top where the time is short. And I'm moving yeah. down to where the time is long. So if I see yeah. somewhere at the time where the time is short at the top, that's where my focus is going first. If I see yep. I've only got a few minutes, I got to decide quick. Like if it, if I have 10 minutes, I'm going to scroll through the rest of the list and see if there's something that's more appeasing than outbidding you on that four minute bid. So I'm always starting at the top of that list and sure. going down to the long way just so. And I'll, I'll do the same thing. Yeah. I'm going to get busy. I'm going to get busy in the middle of the day and the first thing i'm going to do is like oh shit what's going to what's going to go off the list first so i think what i'm hearing from you guys is first off you know lighten up <laughs> it's a game it's fantasy football relax and then the other thing is don't take it personally and then lastly like we're all we all have different schedules we're all i mean we might even have different time zones for god's sake so mm-hmm. so just just relax and realize that your limitations on when you can uh, you can put your bids in are, are, are maybe dissimilar, but similar in the fact that other people have limitations when they bid and don't take it personally. And even if you, even if you suspect that they're, they're trying to, you know, come in on your guy, that's this part of it, like relax. So I, I asked this question specifically because I know my nature and I kind of want to just prepare myself because I do want to enjoy this. This is my first auction draft. It's going to be this weekend. I'm going to have plenty of time to, to address it. We are in a, a COVID situation where I'm still under stay home, so I can peek at this stuff. This is not like like my normal job where I could be out in the field for literally 10 hours straight and have no access to the internet. So this is a perfect time to have my first auction draft. 
I'm really looking forward to it. And you guys gave me like an immense amount of advice. I think this has been uh, fantastic for well, me. Hopefully others. Well, just on your schedule there too. Uh, if you are going to be out in the field working or whatever, you know, maybe you, that's not one of the days that you nominate somebody that mm -hmm. you want or you go sure. ahead and nominate somebody that's going to put a lot of dollars on first thing in the morning before you go out. Sure. If, if you're able to nominate multiple players or just that one and, and you want to get a name out there, then there's nothing that says like you have to do it at 1201 in the morning or eight in the morning when you wake up. Right. Right. If it's just that right. day, hell, like swag says, put it in when you're done working at five or six in the afternoon. And that way it's over at five or six in the morning. If you put your bid sure. up high enough, you know, you'll wake up happy. Hey, where's he at? Oh, he's on my team now. Bang. Nice. And do it again the next day. Timing is huge, not only for Wednesday at 9 a.m. on Twitter, but also <laughs> in an auction and when you nominate people. Well, well, and even like we said, too, even just to like have your a big bid in it first and then make it so people are going to have to really pay for your guys. And then that way, I mean, you don't have to watch the clock as long throughout the day. Right. I know, but I still watch it. I still watch that player slowly inch up. And I'm like, you bastards, quit, quit. <laughs> betting on him i would like him for 70 dollars yeah i know i put 130 in but right? i still want him for 70 <laughs> right look that'll at all be those me. fancy oh, that'll rookie be me. running backs oh yeah that'll quarterbacks. be me. yeah it's like so, oh real quick um like i once i got my two quarterbacks and i was good with them then i think i only did like three days straight of nominating quarterbacks because now that i've spent a lot of money I want you to spend a lot of money too sure. to make sure. sure you get them. And now the pool's even less. Um, that's also how you end up with foals for, you know, less than 50 bucks down the road too, because people are like, all right, we'll go away from them for a little while. But yeah, once you're solid with your quarterbacks, keep putting them out there and make those other guys pay up. Snuck another one in there right at the end. That's cool. Um, do it. Valuable episode right here. It's, it's that time. It's Let's that do time. it. Let's do it. Give it to me. I won't, this, I won't slipes out on you. That's that's great. I would I would appreciate you not doing that. You've um, just been siped. I love that it's an adjective now, though, or a verb. I won't. Yeah, I won't sipe out on you as a verb. Siped it. I will not sipe out. Yeah, you're about to cite it. Um, words are not my friend right now. I think, but I think this, flags try to make it an adverb. English doesn't help me at all. Um, <laughs> two, 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 yeah. Okay. Pronouns. Moving on. Conjunction, junction. That's yeah. that's all I got. <laughs> Uh, this is the two-minute breakdown. If for some reason this is the first time you're listening, where the fuck have you been? But at the same time, this is how this game goes. Twelve questions. Swags gave me... Did you give me six? Did you give me five? Five. Yeah. Swags gave me five. He cheated. Maybe six. I don't remember. Um, I came up with the other ones. Yeah, that sounds more like you. Uh, these are all completely random. There's a couple fantasy in here that Swags did. Uh, I need instant first gut reaction. Don't sipes out. Dude, my fantasies are weird, too. I believe it. Uh, I'm totally aware of your fantasies. I should not Holy have put crap. my fantasies in the two-minute breakdown today. <laughs> I saved them towards the end, though, because I need some more time for those. But I'm going to ask your first question. Then you're going to hear a sexy voice. Then you can answer. I'm going to start with an easy one. Are you ready? Ready. Swags. Yes, sir. Here we go. Fenero, what is your favorite meal after a workout? And now, oh. your two-minute breakdown. That'd be a tuna fish sandwich. Ooh, do, you, do you make the salad or do you just put the tuna on the bread? You're not supposed to talk right now. Come on, dude. I'm out of time. By, by placing blank in a bag with cookies, it keeps them fresher longer. Ooh. Lemon? Life hack, slice of bread. Get your lemons out of my cookies. I was going to say saltines. It's bread. Joshua, kinda, Joshua Kelly or Zach Moss? Moss. 
Three reasons you know the world is flat. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously? Science. Moving on. That's one. All right. What is the worst? Why three? I mean, that's the question. Uh, science, the horizon, and lunar eclipses. The Earth is round, you dumbass. What's the worst trade offer you have received in the last two weeks? Oh, um, I did receive a really bad one. Pass. I'll, I'll have to remember later. A lady by the name of Jane Snowball became the first person to shop online when she purchased groceries in what year? 1956. 84. You were almost there. Is there a player you wish Swags didn't influence you to like? Oh, yes, there was. So fucking many, right? It's not that many. It's actually really Yes, yes. What? Yeah, what Benny are, Snow. Benny Snow. There you go. That's a good one. What it's are not Earth- over yet, Bernero. It's over. What, what are earthquakes on Mars called? Mars quakes? Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> who was who your very first celebrity crush on? Oh, shit. Jennifer Aniston. Have you ever been somewhere that you felt was haunted? Yes. A Scotland uh, castle. It's close. I'm... A bigger dynasty value hit from the draft. Devin Singletary or Aaron Jones? Ooh. Dynasty value hit. I'll do Singletary. That's a smart man. Yeah. What's the, do... one, what's the one you passed on? You tried to uh, put lemons in my cookies. That was gross. No, it was um I passed on number five. Worst trade offer you received in the last yeah. year. Oh, yeah. You've had a couple. I, I've had horrible ones, and I just can't think of a single one that fast. Like I've had really <laughs> they're all bad. No, I've had no, I've had like really sick ones. Today, today wasn't horrible, but it was it was Sanders for Chubb. Um, that was not horrible. That's just the latest one. I was easily. Which side of that were you on? I was on Chubb. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing that. You're always on that Chubb. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Is, does Hunt were you in that backfield at all? No, it didn't worry me last year. It doesn't worry me this year. I'm so tired of the Hunt shit. No, no, no. What was twelve? By so the way, so you're worried about Jay Ajayi? Gross. Where what happened to twelve? I never got 12. twelve. Is you're gonna hear you're you're gonna yeah you're gonna get it on the outro because I don't. Oh, okay, All right. I don't even know. Um, How did you? Keep well, track I mean, of you didn't so finish. Many numbers. What was the worst trade you, I you had though. I had so many freaking bad trades. I got. You didn't very, finish, bro. You know I get upset. And the Earth's not flat. Yeah, yeah that pisses me off. I I, it, I literally like. I gave you one answer. I gave you one answer that was wrong, and then you're like, "I need three answers," and I give you like two more that were wrong. And you're still wrong. <laughs> so upset by that one. I let it go because tip of the cap to you, Swags. That's a great question. Be- because science. That was your question. Science. You sucks. <laughs> oh, I hate you both right now. Like bad. Thanks for coming on, bro. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. That was a lot of fun. Let's not wait a hundred episodes next time, right? Yeah, I'm not. That's a lot of numbers. Uh, we'll see how this one goes. That's a lot um, of numbers. Once you tell, <laughs> I, I don't well, even know you how you everybody. knew there were only eleven breakdown questions, and now you're talking about a hundred. No, because I wrote I wrote down little like so I knew where my passes were. Like I, I dude, you know me, man. Like I, 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 I track my way shit. too prepared. Yes. Glad you came on our show with zero preparedness, but we always have fun. That's a good time. Dude, I hosted and half of it. That's right. I'm glad. <laughs> Owned that. What the fuck are you that's talking how, about? That's how little we do. We just bring people on. You run this show. I'm going to sit back. I thought, I thought my questions were like spot on, by the way. I guess we'll have to hear what they're those are They're pretty good. Nah, yeah. We'll find out. Hopefully it helps, though. <laughs> <laughs> Won't you tell tell everybody where they can find you if they forget from the, be- the, the beginning? Yeah, yeah man. 
Uh, I am the Feverish Fenera. You can find me at Aardvark TV. Aardvark spelled with two A's for people who can't spell the word. Aardvark TV. Obviously, I am the co-host of Rookie Fever, an up-and-coming podcast that if you aren't listening to, you are a fool. You're a rookie. And yes, you're a rookie. And I love, I love the both of you, dude. Seriously, like uh, you guys are always a bunch Appreciate of fun. It, We're always freaking talking, and I appreciate you both very much. Oh, absolutely! Right back Definitely at you. Do. He's at DFF underscore swag. I'm at FL two drink minimum. I'm at DFF breakdown. underscore swag. He's at FL two drink minimum. This fans football breakdown. Fucking, fucking double, echo in here. Double plug. The fucking echo in here. <laughs> Follow uh, at Rookie Double Fever. plug sounded a little nasty. Uh, <laughs> not until now. You, yeah, not until right now. Thanks for now. Keep your double plug. All right, question 12. Three adjectives to describe yourself to the ladies out there for now. Three uh, okay. adjectives. Yeah, sure. So resourceful. Just pull up your Tinder. Resourceful. <laughs> very large dick. And <laughs> creative. That was an awesome adjective. I thought you were going to say funny guy because of your <laughs> second one. <laughs> Ultimate jokester. See example number two. <laughs> I'm still looking for my worst. I make screenshots of all my worst trades. I'm still looking for one. Michigan or Florida? Where are you moving? Oh, Florida? Who the fuck lives in Michigan? And cut. <laughs> <laughs> and cut. <laughs> there it is. <laughs>